Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not dinosaurs live with man and we are starting right now. With Nephilim Free's opening statement, arguing the affirmative, Nephilim Free, the floor is all yours. Thank you. Um, so, to refute the evidence that dinosaurs coexisted with man, my opponent must provide empirical evidence that there's a gap in time between dinosaurs and man. This evidence must be testable, else he would be appealing to an idea, not testable evidence, or show that mankind's historical depictions and legends of dinosaurs or other creatures and not dinosaurs, and show that the fossil footprints of dinosaurs and humans in the same geological strata are not dinosaurs or not humans or both. My opponent will be unable to accomplish these. So this is what the 18th, uh, 19th century uh, scientists believed Iguanodon looked like on the left. Today, with modern science, we know that that's what, on the right, is what Iguanodon actually looked like. So what I'm pointing to is Heads the up, idea... Matt, just to let you know that we, we can't yep. see your screen if you're sharing something. Oh, oh okay. Um, shoot. So if you okay. go down to that green button on the bottom of the window, that'll usually kick it into gear. Okay. Uh, there we go. There we go. Okay. Okay. So on the left, you see a 19th century depiction, according to the best science, of what a guanodon looked like. 20th century depiction on the right, based on modern science. The reason I'm showing you this is because to dispel the idea that ancient people could have looked at dinosaurs' fossils and then depicted correctly, known what dinosaurs looked like. The reason I'm telling you that is because ancient man depicted accurately real dinosaurs. They didn't even do it like the like the 19th century scientists did. They did it far better than that. And that means they had to have seen the creatures, not seen the fossils in the dirt. See, here's a 19th century depiction of Megalosaurus. And on the 20th century technology, we know what it looked like on the right. Megalosaurus, here's another. Um, this is a, 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 an ancient uh, depiction of a dinosaur. We see the crest under the neck. Uh, has a waddle. Okay, Ancient man couldn't have known that, but see, it's seen it. That's soft tissue. It's never been preserved in a fossil. But, we, but sci modern scientists predict because of the other features of the dinosaur, it likely had a waddle, even though the fossil doesn't show that, but yet ancient man depicted waddles. This is a, a depiction of a um, this depiction of an Edmontosaurus standing upright in a threatening position. Now, the reason the ancient men were able to depict this creature is because they had actually seen it. They probably walked upon the creature. It stood up on its back legs to impress the men that, hey, I'm big and bad. You don't want to mess with me. And like a black bear does when it's threatened. And they couldn't have known that unless they'd seen the creature with their own eyes. Here's an ancient Chinese depiction of, uh, of a protoceratops. It looks remarkably like a real protoceratops. This one as well, uh, Solorophus, so Sorolophus, 
Okay, has the crest, has the textured skin, only discovered in the you know 2010s. The dinosaurs had a patterned skin and the crest. This is from Ontario, Canada. This is from Israel. Two di a dinosaur is attacking a horse, biting it at the base of its neck, causing it to go down to its front knees because the pain is intense. He's disabling the animal. Another dinosaur onlooks and says, hey, I want a bite of that. Looks really good. What's, what animal is that size that can bite a horse at the base of its neck? And don't real animals bite animals at, 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 at uh, vulnerable points, like in the throat, the base of the neck, this animal is doing that. That's a dinosaur. This is a temple built in Cambodia about 1100 AD. It has a stegosaurus on its side. These are two sauropod dinosaurs with intertwined neck. This is from uh, ancient Egypt, Egypt. Let's take a look at what a dinosaur might look like. Here's a cartoon of a dinosaur. Would anybody look at this and say, oh, that's not a dinosaur? Even a three-year-old would say, yeah, look at the cartoon of the dinosaur. Well, look at this. Now, let's superimpose that cartoon of a dinosaur on a rock. It still looks like a dinosaur. Now, let's take away the superimposition and leave what the ancient Americans, uh, Native Americans drew. It's a sauropod dinosaur. See, here's the cartoon. We know it's a sauropod dinosaur. Here's a sauropod dinosaur imposed on the rock. Still a sauropod dinosaur. Let's take away the superimposition, and we still have a sauropod dinosaur. Evolutionists deny this is actually a sauropod dinosaur carved by ancient men, but it surely is. Another ancient Bab uh, uh, Babylonian depiction of sauropod dinosaurs with crested skulls. We even know what species that is, Lusotitan. Here's another Lusotitan, also from Babylonia. From ancient Greece, uh, uh, no, Palestine, I'm sorry. The, the, the Greek there reads crocodile lizard, and there are men there. Obviously, this creature lying in the middle of a river weighs tons. Here's a medieval art. You can see the baby dinosaur on the right. We called them dragons then. Here's another one from the Middle Ages. These, this is allegedly six million year old human footprints discovered in Crete. They say it raises uh, problems for evolutionists. The evolutionist camps admit it because it looks like, see, they test the rock and stuff and come up with six million years old. They're obviously human footprints. The humans will, the scientists will say that this on the right, on the left, is a human footprint. But what you see on the right is a human footprint found in the Paluxy Riverbed in, in Texas. In that same strata where sauropod three-toed three dinosaur footprints crossing the human footprints in the same strata. And the, the evolutionists will say, those are not real human footprints. Well, look at that. Is that a human footprint or what? But they'll say the one on the left is a human footprint. But they'll say the one on the right is not simply because there are sauropod three-toed dinosaur footprints in the same strata as those human footprints and that means man lived with dinosaurs isn't it funny they'll admit that what you see on the right left is a human footprint but on the right oh that can't be a human footprint why well because in the same strata are three-toed dinosaur footprints and man couldn't have lived with dinosaurs 
See, this is how the mind of an evolutionist works. It's called denial. This is Paluxy Riverbed in Glen Rose, Texas. In the 1970s, they excavated rock layers and they found two layers of dinosaur footprints with human footprints. There they are. And these are the footprints I just showed you a photograph of. This one. And they'll say, they'll admit the one on the left is a human footprint allegedly six million years old, which contradicts evolution theory, by the way. Now they're scratching their heads. But they'll say the one on the right, no, that can't be a human footprint, even though it's a far better print than the one on the left. Why? Because it's in the Plexi River tech bed, and it's the same strata in which they find dinosaur footprints which they'll admit the dinosaur footprints are real dinosaur footprints. But they'll say, no, that's not a human footprint. And the one on the left is. But they'll say the one on the right is not. Why? Because it was found in Glen Rose, Texas, along with actual dinosaur footprints. And no evolutionist scientist denies those are really dinosaur footprints. But they'll deny those are human footprints. Let me show you that again. I want you to understand the denial of evolutionists. The footprint on the right was found in Glen Rose, Texas, in the very same strata in which dinosaurs actually walked. That means the humans and dinosaurs walked on the same strata in the same mud, which solidified, concreted into rock. They'll say the picture on the left is a human footprint that's six million years old, which contradicts their theory and makes them scratch their heads. What's going on here? Man didn't live six million years ago. But they'll deny the one on the right, which is a real human footprint, far better impression than the one on the left, can't be a human footprint for no other reason than it was found here with dinosaur footprints that they don't deny are really dinosaur footprints. What's that tell you? That tells you somebody's paradigm is taking over their mind, and they're not willing to be honest about the evidence because they're stuck believing a paradigm and can't accept the scientific modern evidence that dinosaurs coexisted with man. That This is all I have for my slideshow. I could show you far more. I don't, my slideshow is not working correct because I changed a, a, a script file, but uh, I have lots more I could show you. I, I'll just conclude with this. Man has depicted accurate depictions of numerous, several different species of dinosaurs throughout human history. And there's legends of humans coexisting with dinosaurs. They call them dragons or whatnot in various languages around the world. This would not be true unless man actually coexisted with these monsters and actually combated them, they've had fights with them, they killed them, they ran from them, the legends go on and on and on. The evolutionist wants you to believe that these are fantastical fantasy creatures instead of real creatures that humans believed in, I mean, observed and actually encountered, that they're just myths. But they can't be myths because they're global. It's irrational to believe that all the various tribes of man living in various continents would, would come up with the same fantastical stories that man happened to live with these beasts that happened to fit the very depictions that they put in art, in rock, for countless centuries going back into the past that accurately depict several different species of modern, of known dinosaur. Accurately. The conclusion is man lived with dinosaurs and they went extinct in the, during the history of mankind. That's the evidence.
Okay. Now, anybody who denies this powerful evidence, and I've only shown you a sliver of it, is doing so not because of the evidence, but because they're driven to believe that evolution is true and deep time is true. I'll say this about deep time. Deep time, the idea that the earth is millions of years old and life squiggled up out of the mud, came from Babylonia. It's a Babylonian myth. And the ancient Greeks and Indians, got, uh, Hindu, got it from the Babylonians. And this is an ancient myth that rock, that, that mud produces flies and frogs and stuff. And life spawns. For, you know, life is a product, the ancient Greeks said, life is a product of earth, wind, and fire. The three of them produce organisms. This point. is abi abiogenesis. Today they call the same idea abiogenesis. It, their science hasn't advanced at all. It's not science. It's a crazy myth that mud soup comes alive and makes dinosaurs. Anyway, uh, the evidence that man coexisted with dinosaurs is beyond overwhelming. I've only shown and you a tiny sliver of it. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Nephilim Free, for that opening statement. And now... Let me tell you, folks, about some up-and-coming juicy stuff. In particular, you'll see on the far right, you could say bottom right of your screen. If you have never been to Modern Day Debate before, want to let you know we are a neutral channel hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And we are excited to have you here, no matter what walk of life you are from, whether you be Christian, atheist, agnostic, you name it, folks. We're glad you're here and also want to let you know, and also as I... Introduced Atheist Jr. I want to give a huge thank you to Atheist Jr. for jumping into today's debate. As originally, you'll see on the bottom right of your screen, we've postponed it. Kent Hovind will be here talking, taking on Dr. Stern Cardinal. That's going to be an epic one on whether or not Noah's Ark could have worked. However, that's postponed to later this month. And so I want to say thanks so much, Atheist Jr., for stepping in last minute as tonight's debate was somewhat impromptu. But want to let you know we are pumped for that upcoming debate. And so hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And that way you don't miss out on that juicy debate coming up. So, Atheist Jr., thanks for being with us. We're very grateful to have you. The floor is all yours. Okay. How's my audio, James? It's still a little bit. I would say maybe if you could turn it up a bit. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. I'll try to speak up. Is that <clears throat> is that better? It's a little better. That... Maybe a bit more. Um, Even moving closer to your mic can work. Yeah. Um, how's better. that, James? That's definitely better. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, James, for giving me this opportunity, and uh, thank you to Nephilim Free for being here. Uh, before I get into my opening statement proper, I need to get some preliminary definitions out of the way. Uh, taxonomists group humans into the class of mammalia, and using those same methods they group dinosaurs into the class aves or birds. So to answer the question of have dinosaurs ever lived alongside modern humans, the answer is a resounding yes. Um, however, I get the feeling that Nephilim Free does not accept the idea that birds are dinosaurs. Uh, so I think he's thinking more T-Rex, Velociraptor, Spinosaurus, and other Cretaceous theropod dinos. Basically, it was in Jurassic Park. That's what he's talking about. Uh, so no, those dinosaurs have never lived alongside modern Homo sapiens sapiens since they died out during the Cretaceous Paleogene extinction event about 66 million years ago when an asteroid estimated to be between 6 and 10 miles in diameter slammed into the Yucatan Peninsula. Okay, this impact was so violent that it's estimated that about 20 seconds after it hit, it created an impact crater 18 miles deep into Earth's crust. And this kicked up a ton of debris, debris which traveled 
around the Earth's atmosphere at several kilometers per second, forming the KT boundary layer all around Earth's uh, um, this massive dust cloud devastated both animal and plant life on Earth, choking the air and blocking out the sun. And the reason that I mention all this is because this is what proves that these dinosaurs went extinct long before modern humans walked the Earth. Geologists can prove that this KT layer is real, a layer of iridium that is worldwide, and it has concentrations 10 to 30 times higher than anywhere else in the geologic record of what you would expect to see. However, there is zero scientific evidence that Cretaceous dinosaurs ever lived alongside modern humans. Paleontologists have never discovered bones of humans in the same layers as these dinos, as cool as that would be. Uh, we've never even seen ape fossils in the same layers. We've never seen a fresh dinosaur carcass or seen a live specimen captured that didn't turn out to be a hoax or a rotting basking shark. So the formation of geologic layers matches up to different eras of time going back into the past of our planet for millions and millions of years. This lets us study the fossilized creatures that lived on Earth in chronological order. At the top of the Cretaceous layer in the geologic column, like right above it, is this distinct KT boundary. And it's not until you go five layers up to the, what's called the Pliocene, where we see the fossilized skulls of modern humans. All verifiable evidence from geology, paleontology, radiometric dating, chemistry, taphonomy, and paleoanthropology says that dinosaurs did not live alongside humans. There are no human fossils or artifacts found with dinosaurs, and there are no dinosaur fossils found with human fossils, except birds, which descended from dinosaurs, out-of-place human traces, such as the Pluxy do not withstand examination soon enough. Uh, furthermore, there is approximately 64 million, a 64 million year gap in the fossil record where there are neither dinosaurs no, nor human fossils. So if humans and dinosaurs coexisted, traces of the two should be found in the same time places in the same layers. So at the very least, there shouldn't be such a dramatic separation between them. Uh, but instead of saying my evidence is against this claim. What is the evidence creationist claim is evidence that dinosaurs did live with humans? Well, one example that Neff mentioned is the fossilized dinosaur footprints found in Glen Rose, Texas. Now, the way that the original dino prints were shaped with uh, three large toe, toe prints, um, some of them would erode to where the detail of the toes were lost and what you ended up with was what looked like a human sandal or moccasin print. And these alleged human footprints involved a number of misidentified and spurious phenomena. Uh, most of the supposed man tracks in the riverbed are forms of elongate metatarsal dinosaur tracks made by dinosaurs at times that uh, impressed the metatarsae as they walked. And when the digit impressions of these tracks are subdued by mud collapse, erosion, infilling, or a combination of these things, like I said, uh, they start to superficially resemble human footprints. And when you properly have uh, the tracks to look at, they don't look like this. And there was also uh, multiple, it happened in the 20s and then later, uh, people producing fake human footprints uh, in Glen Rose and selling them, where you would have a plaster cast 
and you would have a dinosaur footprint. And then on top of that, you'd have a big Fred Flintstone footprint. And uh, so these were obvious fakes. Um, some of the uh, human prints are erosional features or other natural irregularities. Like I said, they don't show clear human features without uh, selective highlighting. And also they don't occur, occur in natural striding sequences. Like <clears throat> these, uh, for these to be human footprints, these people would have to be nine or 10 feet long. Like the stride between the, the, the uh, footprints, the distance is way too long for them to be human. Like the creationists are just looking at the actual print and seeing that it sort of resembles a human print. But when you look at the prints in succession, there's no way that a human could have done this unless he was sort of like jumping in between his steps. So, uh, okay, um, uh, I'm gonna skip ahead to dinosaur soft tissue. So another favorite argument is misrepresenting the research of Mary Schweitzer and presenting it as dinosaur soft tissue or even blood when this is totally inaccurate. Um, and Schweitzer used to be a young earth creationist but working in the lab day in and day out, this led her to be uh, unable to deny the truth of deep time and the fact that dinosaurs and humans did not live together. <clears throat> so she has repeatedly expressed her irritation with younger creationists who uh, misrepresent her research and present it as evidence of something that is basically the exact opposite of what it means. So in 2003, the femur of a T-Rex was sent to Mary for dissection analysis and after applying acid to remove some unimportant minerals, she observed what looked like blood cells, uh, blood vessels, and animal proteins that were degraded, but looked similar to what would be found in fresh bones. So this presented three options. One, the fossil might be young. Two, the soft tissue could just be a biofilm. And three, there might be a previously unknown preservation process. Now, this fossil was found in the Cretaceous layer, which at its youngest means it's about 66 million years old. So we can sort of rule out the first option. Um, now, there was papers going back and forth about the biofilm, but I wanna focus on what Mary's conclusion was, which was option number three. Because while iron is safe and highly useful inside hemoglobin, Loose iron particles can wreak havoc on our cells. In a process called cross-linking, iron can trigger a series of reactions, eventually causing proteins and other cellular structures to unravel and fuse together in a tangled useless mess. And in a living brain, cross-linking can cause dementia. And Mary Schweitzer uh, immediately realized after randomly going to a lecture about um, issues that degrade the brain that in dead tissue, cross-linking can cause preservation. So she had long known that leather is produced by applying chemicals to hides that cross-link their proteins. And cross-link proteins are extremely durable and bacteria can no longer eat them and degrade them. So after watching this presentation about uh, the degradation of brains, she immediately re-examined her specimens and she saw that each sample was loaded with tiny iron particles. So she examined this possible scenario. When a large animal dies and blood begins to decompose, iron is released from hemoglobin. As it seeps out into tissues and bones in high concentration, it initiates cross-linking. And soft tissues are most affected and uh, they're preserved like leather. Tissues that are cross-linked and protected safely inside the hard bone 
could potentially survive for millions of years. So <clears throat> this story seemed reasonable, but you know, Mary Schweitzer, being a good scientist, wanted to test her hypothesis. So <clears throat> she came up with an experiment where she, <clears throat> she had uh, two uh, sort of sets of beakers where she had uh, some blood vessels in just regular water. And then she had blood vessels uh, in water with iron, uh, the same iron particles. The vessels in water turned to mush in just three days, but after two years, those soaked in iron rich blood cells were still completely intact with no signs of degradation. Now she's still doing the experiment six years later and the results are still the same. And of course, uh, two to six years is far from 68 million. Um, you know, projections suggest that the process might work for millions of years, but we don't know if iron is still enough. That said, her experiment is definitely a good start, and it's a great example of how science is, uh, how the scientific method is used. And what's interesting is uh, to, to get um, her, to do her experiment, she needed an animal that uh, was a good analog for the T-Rex, and the animal she chose was an ostrich. So that's just more example that birds are dinosaurs. And, and uh, I'm just gonna end it there. You got it, thank you very much, Atheist Jr. And I think we're having a little bit of lag on my side, folks. So bear with us if it's a little bit laggy, but do wanna let you know, folks, I am going to put, just if, in case you were here last night, we tried something out where you could submit your super chat through the crowdfund that we are doing right now. And so I'm gonna put that link into the live chat right now. And I want you to let me know if the super chat link is working. Basically, you can buy it as a perk through the crowdfund. And folks, I don't know if you know, but we are 100% thrilled that as of right now, we have made it to over 100% of our original goal, as you can see on the far right side of your screen. And we are now striving for our reach goal. So we are almost there for the reach goal as well, which is honestly super awesome, you guys. I am so pumped as, folks, if you haven't heard, if you have been living in a cave on Mars with your fingers in your ears, tomorrow is going to be one of the biggest, baddest main event debates we have ever hosted. Dr. Kenny Rhodes, Christian and scholar, will be here debating Matt Dillahunty. You don't want to miss it, folks. And that crowdfund in order to make that event happen is still open. So if you wanna help us reach that stretch goal, highly encourage you to do that at the link I'm about to throw in chat. And so with that, thank you very much, Nephilim Free and Atheist Junior. The floor, floor is all yours for open conversation. So I would okay. respond to a couple of things that you said. Uh, first, you said that they're with the right light, they look like human footprints. I think that's preposterous. They, 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 they clearly are human. You say uh, they don't have a natural stride, the nine feet. But the creationist says that when man got off the ark, he was nine feet tall. Uh, that That's exactly according to the Bible and according to genetic entropy and the fossil record showing that organisms have gotten much smaller over time. Uh, then humans being an organism would have gotten smaller too. And so right off the flood, uh, you would have had man getting off the ark and they would have all been nine feet, maybe 12. Where in the fossil record does it show nine feet foot tall humans? Well, the Glen Rose, Texas footprints. <laughs> you say where I show Glen Rose. <laughs> where are the skeletons? 
we don't have to have a skeleton. We have a human footprint. Now, you said also that uh, soft tissue, um, uh, you know, is Mary Schweitzer, Mary Schweitzer, Mary Schweitzer. Do you know other scientists, numerous ones now, have verified that soft tissue actually does exist in these uh, 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 these specimens. And um, the problem is that the vesicles, the blood vesicles that some of these are found in, the ostracites, are, are so small that blood uh, of enough quantity to bring enough iron would be an enormous amount of iron to get enough uh, uh, blood, to get enough iron in there to preserve it. So iron can't be the explanation because uh, because you can't get enough, uh, these these ossicles have blood vessels in them. They're so minute that a single blood vessel, a blood cell at a time can fit One through out. there. That's it. Mm. So you can't get enough iron to be trapped in there to preserve it. That, that doesn't work. You said also. Um, Last point, said, and then we're going to kick it over to Atheist Jr. Sure. Uh, you, you said uh, the Chicksaw, uh, 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 you know, thing uh, with the KT boundary proves, you know, the, the deep time thing. But let me ask you this. If if the flood of Noah actually occurred, and if the iridium that was inside, that, that is a layer inside the earth, like many layers of, of strata on the earth, if that iridium was inside the earth, and it was, and it came out during a, a period of time, a moment in time, as the waters were erupting from the earth, as the flood, and covered the continents, it could also create that very same iridium layer that you say was produced by an asteroid. So there's a creationist explanation for it that's very sound. So we will give him a chance to respond. I also want to mention Atheist Jr. I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but your camera is no longer showing you. Yeah, I, I turned off my camera to try and help with the lag. I hope that's okay. Gotcha. Since there's a lag, we'll let it fly this time. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, I, I counted the, uh, the soft tissue, the iron, and then talking about the flood. Uh, was there an argument you made before that, Neff, that I was supposed to respond to also? Or should it, I just well, you said that the, the human footprints look remarkably uh, human when the right light is applied to them. And being a professional no, I, I, photographer I said, trained by the New York Institute of Photography, I'm going to call that one bunk. I don't think that I said that. Uh, I, I said that... Well, that is what you said. You said they begin to look superficially like human footprints. Neff, let's give them a chance to respond. Yeah, no, I, I said when you're looking at the uh, uh, proper... Um, when you're looking at, you're doing an analysis where you see the full footprints where they're not eroded. Uh, no, 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 no. The, uh, the entire, the, the, the top part of the footprint isn't eroded. No, what you said was when they, when you apply the right light to them in the angle of view, that they appear to superficially look like human footprints. I call that erroneous. Uh, you can trust my, you know, uh, my dep my deposition on that or not. But I I'll just tell you this: I'm trained by the New York Institute of Photography. I know what things look like really good, and I'm telling you, they're human footprints. The idea that they begin to look like human footprints because of the light, right, and light and camera angle, it's just can't. It doesn't work. Sorry. Okay, I, I found uh, in my uh, opening statement what I what I said. I'm just going to read it again. Um, okay, 
So when well cleaned, such tracks show definite indications of tridactyl dinosaurian digit patterns. Some of the reputed human prints are erosional features or other natural irregularities. They do not show clear human features without, a, without selective highlighting, nor do they occur in natural striding sequences. Now, um, when it comes to the, uh, the dinosaur soft tissue in Mary Schweitzer, she literally found the iron particles in, the, uh, in looking at the samples under a microscope. So I, I'm not sure what, what you're saying that because the uh, blood vesicles are small, that means that there couldn't be iron particles. She found right. the iron there couldn't particles. be iron particles. I said that iron couldn't have been deposited there in enough quantity to preserve it. And there's actually been a scientific study by evolutionists that say that iron can preserve blood vesicles no more than about 200 years because that's the maximum amount of iron that can be brought into it. Uh, by iron is highly resident. To a to a to a secular study that was produced just a few years ago, so even the secular camp is arguing against the secular camp on that one. They say two hundred years maximum. Iron is plentiful inside blood. It's found in hemoglobin. But the quantity necessary to preserve all that soft tissue. So I'll just say this: the the scientific community, run mostly by evolutionists, don't argue that it's actually soft tissue. They have to try to find a way to, to salvage their uniformitarianism by claiming that soft tissue is preserved by iron. But the problem is that the blood, vesicle, the blood vessels that lead to these ossicles, you might wanna look that term up, are so small that only a single, maybe two blood vessel, blood cells at a time can flow through them. At that rate, you're not going to get enough iron deposited to preserve it. And a scientific study produced by evolutionists themselves says the maximum from evidence from ostrich bones is that the, the maximum time that these things can be preserved by iron is 200 years. So you've got evolutionists on one side saying 200 years max, that's it. We're not, not hundreds of thousands, not millions of years. These guys say 200 years. And then the guys that say, no, the evidence of the creationists can't be true because it's, it could happen for millions of years. There's a contradiction there. So your own camp is, is fighting itself on this thing because they don't want to accept the evidence. So I'm- Okay, I'm, but this is, a, this is a T-Rex femur, okay? This is a huge animal. And she and her hypothesis was that when a large animal dies and the blood begins to decompose, iron is released from the hemoglobin and it seeps out into the tissues and bones in high concentration. And this is what initiates the cross-linking. And the issue is not, you know, whether it's a lot of soft tissue or even if it's soft tissue or not. The issue is whether or not this is an old specimen. If this T-Rex is old, 66 million years or, or older, or if it could fit into a young earth creationist time frame, which it cannot. And the, the fact that it's from the Cretaceous layer proves this because Cretaceous, the Cretaceous layer, uh, they can date those layers using radiometric dating, which gives you absolute dates. Plus well, you have the KT boundary. Here's the problem with your Cretaceous idea. You, you, you said in, in your statement that 
you know, birds evolved after dinosaurs. This is the common belief that's been put forth for 150 years by the uh, ancient scientific belief of evolutionists. But, you know, modern scientists ha have discovered that, that that idea is false. Modern birds of numerous different types coexisted with dinosaurs. So that idea is bunk. Let me give you the names. That's of not some exactly of, true. It's oh, exactly You're going to quote from Band? No. You're going to quote no, from Band? No, I'm going to share a screen with you right now and show you that what I'm well, talking Well, can I respond about. to what you just said? Sure, but what, let me show you the evidence first, if you don't mind. So you're, you're, you're wrong about that. What you see below is the name of the study. There it is right there. Okay. And this is what they discovered. These mo fully modern species of birds are now known to have coexisted with dinosaurs because they've been dug out of the same strata in which dinosaurs have been found. Flamingos, sand grouse, loon, mouse bird, simiera, hummingbird, wren, deer killer, ibis, obscene, songbirds, bellbird, grebe, cuckoo roller, pigeon, egret, parrot, owl, penguin, duck, loon, albatross, cormorant, sandpiper, and avocet, all found in the very same strata as dinosaurs. So that means your ancient idea that dinosaurs did not coexist with birds, modern birds, that they evolved from birds is bunk because all these, all these different species of completely modern birds have been found in the same strata with dinosaurs. That means in the Cretaceous. That means they coexisted. So that means your idea that birds evolved after dinosaurs from, from small theropod dinosaurs is bunk. And here's a scientific study that, that questions it. They, they say right here, um, uh, here, b bird dinosaur theory of evolution challenged. Was it the other way around? This is from Science Daily, highly secular evolutionist website. Most of their articles are written by evolutionist PhDs. So uh, they, they, they're scratching their heads. You guys are scratching your heads, trying to put your evolution theory together against modern science. Now, you, what you need to do is to be able to debunk the depictions in ancient man's knowledge of dinosaurs if these creatures weren't dinosaurs what in the world were they that man depicted in in his art so much what okay i'm going to respond to they be? i'm going to respond to what you were saying about the birds um i don't i never really claimed that dinosaurs and uh birds couldn't have coexisted at the same time you, you in did. fact hold on uh it, you get to a certain point when, uh, yeah, I would say that birds evolved from theropod feathered dinosaurs, and it gets to a certain point in the uh, fossil record or the evolution of dinosaurs where you, you start to be able to not tell which is the theropod feathered dinosaur and which is a bird. And right around that time is Archaeopteryx. That so, doesn't change uh, anything. You, you, yeah, it, it does. The, the, the truth is that modern, numerous modern types of birds have been found in the same strata with dinosaurs. And it's now known so what? these fully modern birds. Well, that kills the evolutionist millions of years because you believe no. that they, they evolved millions of years after. That's what you guys have been when telling did I us say for that? 100 You said. You said, if we played back your opening statement, you said that the dinosaurs, the birds came after the dinosaurs. 
That's what I said. They evolved after they evolved after theropod feathered dinosaurs. That's right. Transition theropod dinosaurs, but that's not true. We know they coexisted. Millions of years later, they coexisted. We know that today. Right. Right. I agree. So your idea is false. It's been overturned by modern science. They coexisted. Uh, yeah, they I didn't know. evolve. They didn't come into being after dinosaurs became largely or or completely extinct. They coexisted with hadrosaurs and triceratops. They are birds. Are dinosaurs? Okay, doesn't birds matter. Are dinosaurs? Well, you yes, can say no. You can say that all you want to. I'm just pointing out the evolutionists have been telling us 150 years that dinosaurs went extinct before birds existed because birds didn't exist until 60 million years later. But that's not true. Now we know they coexisted, and that also means that the depictions of humans making art of real known observable species of dinosaurs is also true because they also coexisted. What rebuttal could you possibly have to that? Well, I would say that if uh, some some evolutionary scientists claim something about uh, when the evolution of birds happened that was later uh, found to be wrong and they corrected their data, then that's just a scientific method in action and that's a good thing. I'm glad so, they fixed their mistake. Creationists should try mm -hmm. that once in a while. So evolution is never falsifiable because they can stretch it like a rubber band any which way and just adopt the idea. So if if birds, modern birds coexisted with dinosaurs and they didn't, then what is the reason for believing they evolved from dinosaurs? Modern birds are dinosaurs. So when did the modern birds come into existence after dinosaurs became extinct? Like they no, told birds. us in the 1960s birds. or not? But forget modern birds. Birds are dinosaurs. Birds bird, evolved the, from fe feathered theropod dinosaurs. It was a smooth transition from feathered well, we don't theropod have a fossil that record like that shows. Yes, we do. We, we don't have a do. fossil record that shows smooth transition for anything. Yeah, we like, do. We have Archaeopteryx. And no, Darwin no, predicted that Darwin predicted that a fossil would be found of a, of a bird-like or uh, animal with unfused wing fingers. Two years after he made that prediction, they found Archaeopteryx. Slam dunk, boom. Okay, Evolution so, proven. So Try here's harder. the thing. Here's the thing. The, the world's famous, most famous ornithologist, who's Alan Fiducia, says... Oh, uh, I, see, I told you you were going to quote please, please let me, please, please let me finish. Uh, Ar Ar Archaeopteryx is completely a bird. It's a perching bird, a unique species maybe, but it's a bird. So yeah, it's also a and, I, and I and I showed you evidence from evolutionists uh, that many modern, completely modern species of birds, like owls and and flamingos and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, co coexisted with dinosaurs in the Cretaceous. So if you're going to say they evolved later. You got to show us this fossil record that they evolved later because nobody's got that for anything much less birds so the idea that you guys have been pushing for 150 or 70 years now that birds evolved after dinosaurs is not true they modern birds of numerous types coexisted in the cretaceous with various species of dinosaurs so if you're going to say they evolved from dinosaurs You've got to be able to show when. And guess what, pal? There is no scientific evidence for that. No fossil evidence of that. Nothing. Now, no evidence you can of believe what? what you want to believe, but you can't show 
any scientific evidence for this idea that the birds evolved later. But you haven't debunked I'm, I'm any of the science. You, you, you have zero argument against the historical evidence that man coexisted with dinosaurs because you depicted dinosaurs across the world having coexisted with him. All you can do is say, well, that's not really a dinosaur. Like you can say, that's not really a human footprint because of the lighting and camera angle. That's all you Okay, got. I have a question. Why is it that uh, they found cave paintings that show, uh, cave paintings in France of horses that show incredible, beautiful detail, but your so, supposed dinosaur drawings look like a three-year-old drew them? They do. I, I think I yeah. proved in my opening statement that that's not true. Well, dinosaurs don't balance on their, they don't balance on their tails. They don't bounce around on their tails like I didn't a, show a any kangaroo in a though. cartoon. Yeah, you did. Show, no, I showed a picture of a dinosaur that stood upright to make itself, uh, you know, look, uh, look, uh, you know, ostentatious. And, but it was uh, balancing on its that, tail. Right. And that's, that's a behavior that even no. modern evolutionists... That's a behavior that even modern evolutionists would agree would be had by numerous different species of dinosaurs. Just like, black, of that? just like black bears that stand up on their two feet to make themselves look fearful. And gorillas do the same thing. They, they stand on two feet, run at you and pound their chest because they want to make you look fearsome. But they normally walk around on four feet on you know knuckle walkers until they get threatened then they stand up on two feet and run at you and pound their chest see that's not just, what i said i said just the dinosaur is balancing on its tail there's no reason it couldn't have are you saying there's but, but uh, they uh, don't uh, do yes it would because it would have broken the bones in its tail it, it that's not have? how they yeah that's not how dinosaurs Can you explain why we uh, should believe that because we've never huh. seen any dinosaur body plan that shows that they could do that a Tyrannosaurus we, we Rex don't. walks around with its tail erect really? and up in the air for balance. It doesn't so, sit down and, and sit on its tail with its tail bent. We've never seen that. Okay, so maybe you're not familiar with the countless dinosaur fossils that show dinosaurs with their heads slung all the way back to their pelvis and their tails flung up way over their heads. Are you telling me that the tail of, of uh, most dinosaurs was so laxed, flexion so much that it was unable to curl upwards over its back like the tail of a collie when he gets aggressive? Are you kidding me? What's your evidence for that? Well, you're you're describing the death position of a dinosaur. I'm talking about how they would have walked around. You're just spouting ideas. You're not telling anything scientific. Okay, I have evidence of that because they're they've done experiments where they they take a uh, like I think it's like a chicken and they sort of attach uh, something to something weighted on its on its backside that represents a tail and they observe that the chicken starts walking around just like a Tyrannosaurus Rex would in the same position using the tail to balance out the body weight. Okay, so how does that prove that the tail would be on, break? It doesn't sit on its new tail. How, how does that prove that the tail would break if the animal stood up on two feet? You're not, you're not giving anything because, because the idea. Because the, can you bring up that picture? Uh, I sure I could, I guess. But you're not, you're not giving me. You're just telling me your ideas. You're just denialist ideas. You're not giving me any scientific reason to believe that the tail lacks so much flexion. Dinosaurs had some stiff tail that was so stiff while all the other animals of the world have tails with remarkable flexion. 
but dinosaurs. No, it couldn't have been true because their tail is so stiff. This is just an idea in your head. It's nothing scientific to believe about that. That's ridiculous. Okay, you're just uh, making up ideas to fit to as an argument. That's all you're doing is inventing things. Hold on. Let's, was, all right, Neff, let's, uh, he asked to see that picture. The, let's see this juicy picture. Okay, sure. Let me, well, let me try to find it. Um, it, it was like the orange dinosaur that's... Like, yeah, it's, uh, let's yeah. see here. Sure. Um, uh, and, and, and as I show, uh, um, there are numerous fossils. Uh, here, here it comes. Numerous fossils of uh, of dinosaurs that are dead, buried alive in the sediments of the flood of Noah, where their tails curled up over the top of their head. But you're saying this creature couldn't have bent the back end of its tail enough to stand upright? The tail is bent almost what? ninety degrees. Not from its not from its interior. It's not. And, and it goes again, down toward asked, the why, ground why? when it curls up. Why is this drawing so poorly detailed? Well, look, I could show you 90 more pictures that, you know, were not as, as uh, less detailed than that. But, you know, the, the truth is all you're doing is looking at a picture that depicts a creature with a remarkable tail standing upright and it's bent and then saying that it couldn't have bent that way because it would break. And I, I find no. that preposterous. I'm saying that because we know based on the body plans and based on the skeletal structure of tons of theropod dinosaurs that this is not a position that uh, dinosaurs would be in. And what, what, also what this, this drawing on the left, you say it's a dinosaur. I think it looks like a paperclip. Like there's no detail to it. Why is it that the French caves drawings of horses have such beautiful detail and this looks like a paperclip? What? what? So all I'm hearing is your ideas, you know. I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing. But any can you explain that? Reason. Can you explain that? I, it doesn't look like a paperclip. But it's and why, neither why does is any so, of the where is, Why doesn't it have any details? Why is it why so poor, it? poorly detailed? It's not even a drawing. Well, you know, this is just. Uh, let me show you why. Be because of this, and the countless other examples I can provide about 60 more and you'll say the same kind of thing about that oh that can't be a protoceratops see it, you're always going to find some reason not to believe because of your paradigm see but i could show you you know 50 more examples and you'll say each one oh that can't be that no that can't be that that's uh, so evolutionism is a package of denialism it's not science and, 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 and that's why I'd say, um, is this, why is this, uh, is that a, ster a stegosaurus? No, nah, that's not a stegosaurus. Nah, it sure looks like one, but nah, I can't. Yeah, because those aren't, those spines, those are yeah. leaves. It's a plant behind that. This is like a. Really? Uh, more of, a a yeah. plant that happens to grow around an animal. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, an yeah. animal can stand in front of a, a plant nest. That is possible. Right. That makes that that looks like a plant, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen leaves before? No, I don't think that looks like a plant, my friend. No, okay. I'm well, sorry. can we move forward to the uh, your so, your argument I, about the KT boundary? Well, I, I the KT boundary. I asked you a question about it. I said if the flood of Noah occurred 
And if the waters that flooded the earth came out of the earth, like creationists say, and like the Bible says, then if there was if those waters encountered a deposit of iridium that was in the earth, and as they come out of the earth, the waters eroded that iridium and deposited on the earth in a strata that got buried in subsequent strata, we would have a layer of iridium on the earth, just as we do today, right? So the point I'm making is, isn't it true that the creationist model can explain it in the same way that you your imagined idea of, uh, um, you know, the, some Im impact, which I, I would argue is not an imp actual impact, but an intrusion event, a gas bubble that burst from the earth during the Noahic flood uh, the, the, at Chicxulub, but is not actually an asteroid impact. Uh, there's no conclusive scientific evidence of that. In fact, there's arguments against it. But, but, but let's imagine... If it's true that the waters that flooded the earth encountered a deposit of iridium or even coal or anything else right, and eroded that and sped it out on the earth and then subsequent materials came out of the earth and deposited over the top of it and on top of that, then we would have a layer of iridium. So isn't it true that the creationist model of the flood of Noah could explain that iridium layer as well? Well, that's a big if. If, if the flood of Noah occurred. That's all I'm asking. If the flood of Noah did occur, wouldn't that be plausible if it occurred? Not really, because no. the flood itself isn't plausible. And no. so uh, this is just an ad question. hoc explanation. That's point. No, that's not the point. The question is this. If. Let's no, go with the because, because no, the, no, no. The, let's, the let's go with the dating of the radiometric yeah, dating really of the iridium shows it's older than 6,000 years. So, so no, no, no. The answer let's, is let's, no. We're, we're dealing with logic here, not radiometric dating assumptions. Okay. So Not if, an assumption. It's an if, absolute date. If there was a deposit of iridium in the earth and the earth cracked open and waters gushed out of the earth and, and deposited various materials in order in which they were in the earth below and dumped them out on the earth... And, and in order, in the opposite order in which they existed inside the earth geologically, which is what would have happened had that occurred, right? Then we would have a layer of iridium covered with other sediments on top. Once the iridium had been expended, it eroded out and spent out onto the earth, then other materials would have continued to come out and, uh, and, and eroded when sediments would have flowed across them and buried that, and we would end up with a layer of iridium. Isn't that true? I'm only asking you a logic question, not whether or not you believe it's true. Wouldn't that also, wouldn't that be, uh, when, isn't that, if the flood of Noah occurred, wouldn't that potentially explain a layer of iridium that's global. I think it. Would. I don't. I don't think that uh, water you would can't lay down yes, can uh, iridium like that. Well, your position is ridiculous. The question well, no, you're asking is ridiculous. Is, how is it ridiculous to ask if a massive amount of water is gushing out of the earth and a crack in the earth, right? And it encounters a, a deposit of iridium, and it's going to deposit, it's going to erode that iridium out of the earth and dump it onto the earth until the iridium is gone, right? Then as it continues to erode, other stuff is going to keep coming out, 
right? And deposit over the top of that. That's logical, right? So if that occurred, the creationist model can easily explain there being an iridium layer across the global, because that's exactly what would have had it happened during the Noe flood, right? But I'll never get you to admit that that's a logical, plausible explanation, even if you don't believe that the Noe flood occurred. You just won't admit that it's logical that the creationist has a potential explanation for it. Well, you know, the it, it's kind of hard to uh, say that it wasn't from an asteroid impact when we have the massive Chicxulub crater. I mean, how, how do you explain that if it wasn't from an asteroid? I, 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 I've explained that uh, there is evidence that it's not Chicxulub is, is not an asteroid impact, but it's actually a gas, a, 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 a mud bubble that burst out of the Earth during the Noe flood. And uh, it, because, firstly, of the fineness of its boundary and, uh, and the sedimentary layers that, that exist there uh, indicate that the materials in which this occurred were all soft sedimentary materials and not uh, something hard. It's not like an asteroid hit the hard earth and created an impact. These were sedimentary strata all around the, the impact point what's claimed to be an impact point. And that can only occur if the materials hadn't had time to concrete into stone. And well, the date of the, date of the impact away. coincides precisely with the KT boundary, mm. slightly more than 66 million years ago. Well, so you, I'm sorry, but you can't, just, you can't just throw out, it, it's not an assumption, radiometric dating gives absolute dates, and no. you can't just throw that out for, and give your ad hoc inflation <clears throat> instead. Radiometric dating, is not, radiometric dating is in, not empirical science. Yes, no, there is. is no it's way absolute to dates. No, radiometric dating cannot empirically date a rock. I, 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 I'm so happy to inform you about this. When evolutionary scientists date a rock, they, the, the, now the method by which they date a rock is really high tech. It's excellent science. Really good stuff. Okay. No problem there. But they get a variety of dates. That's why they call it radiometric, because they get a metric. They don't get a single date. They get a number of them. So they'll date a rock, and they'll get 60 million years, 42 million years, 98 million years, 76 million years, 140 million years. And it works like this. How old do you think that uh, index fossil in that rock world? We think that one's 140 million years. Uh, 100, 104, which dates did we get? We got one who's 80 and 126. Pick the 126. Okay, got that. All right, discard the rest. That's the, how old it is. That's how it works. That's exactly. Oh, have you, have you been in the lab when they were radiometrically dating samples? Evolutionist, evolutionist scientists admit this. Oh, do you have evidence of that? Yes, sir. Well, okay, show it. I'll be, I will. Thank you. Okay, I'll I'm be waiting. I'm so glad you asked me. So glad you asked me. I think you're 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 really not you know you're there's a lot you don't realize. I, I know you're 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 gung ho and you're you're you know you're you're uh, you're really into this, but uh, but but there's so much that you don't know. Uh, I'm I'm looking for the uh, the link right now. 
here it is. Okay. So let me see here. Um, want to take this yeah. time, folks, to what let I you thought. know on the bottom That's what right. I thought. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, James. No worries. On the bottom right of your screen, folks, we are fo- we are pumped as it was originally scheduled for today, but then we found out from Kendallovin's tech that their tech stuff is currently being worked on. And so we are shooting for the Kent Hovind debate between him and Dr. Dan Cardinal that you see at the bottom right of your screen to be this month rather than tonight. And again, special thanks. We do appreciate Atheist Jr. for jumping in, as well as Nephilim Free, to be fair. You also jumped in last minute. And so I want to give a huge thank you to both of our guests. And I will switch into screen share for you, Neff. They can see now. Thank you. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, uh, a... Uh, E.H. Andrews, professor of materials, University of London, said, whatever the figures arrived by the dating dates, they are weeded out before publication in scientific journals. If they do not, if, if they do not accord with the preconceived dates to the evolutionary geologic column. And, and here from um, this particular study, uh, 1977, in general, dates in the con- in correct ballpark are assumed to be correct and are published, but those in discordant with other data are seldom published and discrepancies fully explained. Here's another. J.E. O'Rourke wrote, the intelligent layman has long suspected circular reasoning and the use of rocks to date fossils and fossils to date rocks. The geologist has never bothered to link a good uh, to think a good reply feeling the explanations are not worthy of the trouble as long as it brings the result, brings results. And, and I could provide numerous others. So the, the point is, when, when it comes to uh, radiometric dating, it is not an empirical method of dating anything. There, water moves radioisotopes into and out of rocks constantly. That's why your government and your local facility is constantly worried about potassium and argon and all the other, you know, iridium and stuff in the water that you drink because water's moving isotopes through the rocks into your drinking water. Okay. That happens everywhere on the earth. Right. And that means radiometric dating processes are not empirical science. They're based upon assumption because isotopes are added to and removed from rocks by water moving through them every time it rains, every time. So here's an example. If, if you have a rock can, in- Can I a respond high... to what you were saying yes. about circularity? Sure, Okay, because I don't think this is circularity. This is the normal scientific process of they refining your understanding with new data. And this is what happens in all sciences. If look, if an inconsistent data point is found, then geologists just ask the question, is this date wrong? Or is saying that the current geological time scale is wrong? Well, the former is usually going to be more likely because there's a vast amount of data behind the understanding of, of the time scales. And every rock is not expected to just preserve isotopic systems for millions of years. But uh, you know, inconsistencies can be found in dating because of contamination and other things. But they don't just throw out the dates they don't want and choose them. Uh, you know, <laughs> I just showed you a quote from two scientists that say that's exactly what they do. <laughs> and they're not yeah, creationists. Yeah. 
and you yeah, just say they don't quote. do that. But I just showed yeah, I, you two sources from two university professors who were or geologists who, who state that's exactly what they do, and you say they don't do that. So it's you against the two university professors who are secular university scientists who work in geology, and you're going to say they don't do that, but they say they do. Who knows more, you, you or them? Who's right? Uh, you saying they don't do that, but them admitting publicly that's exactly what we do. No, oh, you're, I think you're that, just I reading think quote that minds that make it sound like that. Mm, oh, so I, so I bring them up again. It's going to look like a quote mine, or is it going to look like no? Exactly it is a quote mine because that's a that's a famous Kent Hovind uh, creationist quote mine. And if that, you look at the original scientific paper where it talks about the circularity, yeah. the 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 sentence, the first and second sentence. There's a bunch of text in between those two sentences that Ken Hoban cut out. No, there is because he's dishonest. I, yes, there is. I've quotes. seen the paper. Not my quotes, and, and, and I, I could provide you twenty more. But but I'm sure, you, is, I'm sure you have is, a bunch of quote minds now. Well, this is like you're saying that those look like human human footprints only when you get them at the right angle and with the light, then it looks like a human footprint. But it's not right. It's not. See. This is you're, you're not aware of the fact that evolutionist scientists themselves admit. So all I've, all I've heard from you is that, you know, I predicted this when we came into this debate before we actually started debating. You were going to center your entire argument was going to be based on largely that that your your imaginary idea that you know that rating radiometric dating is empirical science when every scientist in the world knows it's not empirical and oh, really? and this allegedly proves you're right but you haven't discredited anything about the evidence i provided or could provide that man coexisted with dinosaurs man has depicted himself in the very rock record with dinosaurs in art for thousands of years, creatures that look exactly like known species of dinosaurs in numerous cultures all over the world. So you have to tell me, if, if those are not dinosaurs, what kind of creature looks like that but is not a dinosaur? That man would know, you depict have to define something. what a kind is first for me to answer that. What's a kind? Well, so you're telling me that those are not dinosaurs. So what kind of creature was it that man depicted if it's not a dinosaur? So you say it's not a dinosaur. Know. What's a kind? It looks a like kind? a it looks like a dinosaur. So if it's not a dinosaur, what organism is it? It's a paperclip. I think it looks it's, like a paperclip. So it's a paperclip. That's your a, logic, Nat. It's it's not a stegosaurus. It's a it's a it's an animal that looks like one with uh, leaves behind it somehow. And yeah, that's what it looks like it, to me. It's, it, that, it's, which is it, just as, that's just as valid as your argument. It, it looks like this, so it must it, be this. That's it, it's, that's cognitive. That's confirmation bias. It's not that's a serpent dinosaur that has a waddle under its neck. It just they just depicted it accurately that it has a waddle, even though ancient man could never have seen the creature that has a waddle under its neck. Right. What you're describing is confirmation bias. You want dinosaurs to live with man because you huh. take the Bible to be true before you look for any scientific evidence. And then what you do is you twist the data to match what you anything. want to be true. That's confirmation bias. Well, so when you see anything. these things, you think they look like a dinosaur. So, oh, this must be a dinosaur. And since this is created by a man, 
oh, look, this confirms my position that the Bible is true. No, here's, here's what really happens is I can show you things that look like dinosaurs and every two year old in the world or five year old would admit it, that's a dinosaur. But when evolutionists are asked, it's not a dinosaur anymore. And when that looks like a human footprint, it can't be one because it's in Paluxy, Texas, in the same strata as a, as a real theropod dinosaur, which evolutionists admit are real theropod dinosaur tracks in that same strata. So those can't be human, even though that's exactly what they look like, much more than human footprints found allegedly six million years old. So all I'm hearing really is a huge packet of denial. This can't be, that can't be, that can't be radiometric dating. This can't be, that can't be, this can't be radiometric dating. I'm not hearing anything. Oh, you know, oh, this this isn't true because radiometric dating, which gives absolute dates, shows that the time scale doesn't work. Yeah, that's that's yeah. not a, a good answer at all, Neff. I, mean, I, I predicted before you <laughs> debated me in the text chat that you were going to center your argument on a radiometric dating because you believe it's an empirical science. And this is your whole case. Radiometric dating proves evolution. Uh, it proves that deep time is true. It proves man couldn't have coexisted with dinosaurs. And that's exactly what you've done. And that's not good enough. The, the, it's not good well, enough. Of course not, because you've, you've, you've already you decided that the Bible is true. I've shown you so two quotations from scientists. I could show you 20 more that evolutionist scientists themselves admit radiometric dating is not empirical. And scientists pick the date out of the group that they get when they date something and decide which one of them is true. I don't care that's, how many quote lines you well, have. That's not empirical science then, from friend. Yeah, I agree. Quote lines aren't empirical science. They're no, science is... Uh, well, so you're tactics. saying those scientists are wrong when they say... That, that scientists pick the date. When they date something, they get a plethora of dates. They get a half a dozen dates, right? And they Yeah, it is them. wrong to frame it that way because when okay, you're doing no, no, real no, science, wait, 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 you don't wait, no, pick no. Your, the position not, you want. I'm like not people framing. like you who, who pick the data to match what they want, which is you saying, oh, well, I want this to match the Bible, which I already decided is true. No, no, that's young man. That's confirmation bias, and that's I, I, not real science. That's not what no, scientists no. do. Your quote minds are misrepresenting science. No, no, no. I, I, I'm so not stop misquoting it, anything. Stop it. Bad, what you bad, need to bad. understand. What you need to understand is this: the psych, secular camp scientists admit openly that when they date a thing, they get a group of dates for it, and they pick the one that fits their ideas of evolution and discard the rest. They admit it openly. A, a, a dozen prominent evolutionist university professors who are geology professors admit this openly, that they pick the date and discard the rest. There's no, quote, mining here. It's not fake. I'm not false. Uh, I'm not for providing false information. They really do do that. And I can see that you're very, very adamant that that can't be true. You're very determined to believe that that can't possibly be true. Although and you're very determined to believe that the Bible is true, Neff. That's it confirmation bias. Is, that's though. not science. So exactly. Just, that's what I'm saying. You've already decided the Bible is true. So you're going to twist all of the evidence to match your, your preconceived position. And that's fallacious. No, this is becoming no, a little bit redundant. So we might want to move on to something, something maybe new before we go into Q&A. We've got just a little bit of time left. Sure. Well, my how, entire how argument centers upon uh, how do you dismiss the uh, depictions, uh, art and literature that man has depicted uh, accurately? 
of known species of dinosaurs, about a dozen different species. And the only argument that the opposition has is to deny, just like they deny footprints. They deny that scientists admit that, you know, uh, when they date something, they get a range of dates and they pick the one and discard the rest, even though every geologist who works in a laboratory, a geothermal uh, a geo, uh, a lab, uh, and, and conducts radiometric dating, they know exactly what they do, and that's exactly what they do. Uh, and there's been a dozen of them that have had, the, had the, the gumption to come out and say, this is what we do. And well, so I, all I'm hearing is denial. I'm not hearing scientific evidence that man couldn't have coexisted with dinosaurs. I hear assumptions and denial. That's all I'm hearing. Well, uh, why is it that no uh, human fossils have been found in the same layer as dinosaur fossils then? That's an excellent question. For the same reason we haven't found a giraffe fossil with a flamingo fossil. Because the odds of that happening is like billions and billions to one. What do you so What do you mean? They're both in the. They're they both. In what the, you're the asking for layer. is finding a, a needle in the in the hay, in a field of haystacks. No, uh, that's no. what you're asking. If dinosaurs live with man, they sh if if dinosaurs live with man, then there should be dinosaurs and human fossils in the same layer, and oh. there should be a jumble of all different animals. Dinosaurs, fossils. Uh, there should be uh, mammals in the uh, uh, Precambrian layers. It should all be jumbled up in the same layers. It should be if they okay, all lived so at the same time during the flood. But it's not. You have very ordered layers where you have the simplest life forms at the very bottom, and you get more and more complex as you go up. And you have no fossils of humans in the same layers as dinosaurs. You have five layers of geologic column separating them. Can you explain that? So, so let me, let's tear apart your idea. If humans and dinosaurs coexisted, and let's say how many human beings might there have existed on the earth at that time? Now, the creationist explanation is possibly one to two million people. So let's say there's two million people, just to be generous, on the earth when the flood of Noah occurred. What's the likelihood that we're going to find any human fossil in the same strata as a dinosaur when there's millions? of dinosaurs and only a, two million human beings, that we would just happen to find a strata. Look, the evolutionists have the same problem. You're, you don't seem to realize this. You're, you're learning, I don't know. The, the, there are countless creatures in the geologic column that evolutionists believe coexisted with each other, but they can't find them in the same strata. So your idea, this is a fake argument. You, you can't support your own evolution theory with that argument, much less make an argument against my views. I mean, why don't we find, since evolutionists believe, for example, that uh, hadrosaurs coexisted with uh, numerous other species of dinosaurs, how come we don't find hadrosaurs in the same strata as all these other different species of dinosaurs? We just don't. We're lucky to find a hadrosaur fossil. So your argument is fake. It doesn't mean anything that we don't find a human in the same strata as a dinosaur in the same way that we don't find a hadrosaur in the same strata as a, as a T-Rex or as a, 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 you know, any number of other uh, theropod dinosaurs or, 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 or tr anything else. It, it's just a fake argument. You're, you're making stuff up as you go. 
you're saying that hadrosaurs weren't found in the same layers as Cretaceous dinosaurs? Is that what you were saying? No, I didn't say that. I'm saying what did you say? we don't find a hadrosaur in the same strata as all the other creatures that are allegedly coexisted with it. Well, shouldn't we if all the all these animals but, existed at the same time we, uh, after we, Noah's flood? But we don't. And so your argument right, we that don't. we should find a human and so you should we should find a human in the same strata as as this particular dinosaur. It's just the same fake argument. See, that's all. You can't support your they, worldview with it. Why, why is it a fake argument? If, if humans and dinosaurs live together, then shouldn't wouldn't I, I it make sense I, that they were in the same well, layer? If hadrosaurs coexisted with these other species, no, answer that. Find, answer my question. Shouldn't we find them in the same in strata? See what I mean? Same, answer same my question argument. without diverting. No, it's the same fake argument. You see what I mean? You do see. You can't I mean. answer the question. I just did. No, I answered you, it you, by pointing you, you out that it's a fake argument. Yeah, exactly. You can't answer it, so right. you just pivot and say something else. It's Does, a but fake doesn't argument. It, okay, doesn't it doesn't it make sense that they would be in the same layer though if they coexisted? It's a fake argument. I just explained so you can't to you answer. why. Can we go to Q and A, James? It's, I, I'm talking to a wall here. Yeah, I, right, I, I want to uh, want to attack the arguments rather than the person. Uh, I okay. I apologize. <clears throat> we will go into Q and A shortly. Any last points that you guys have before we do? Uh, well, I, I don't. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I honestly don't. I feel like we kind of went over everything. I can't well, I would just, just spend a couple of seconds to say that the evolutionist camp uh, depends uh, desperately on radiometric dating, which is not empirical science, and uh, evolutionist scientists themselves admit it. And uh, that there is there was no empirical evidence that man didn't coexist with dinosaurs. Man has depicted dinosaurs. He is, uh, wrote legends, uh, even right up to the days of Marco Polo, of coexisting with and experiencing the presence of dinosaurs. Uh, the idea is an ancient Babylonian idea of deep time, millions of years. The, Babylonian, the Hindu Brahmin came up with the idea. They gave the idea to the ancient Greeks and the Egyptians and the Babylonians. So it's an ancient myth that's put forth today as science. We'll give you the last word if you want to draw together the threads from this debate as well, Atheist Jr. Right. Well, um, you know, I, uh, I, I I do agree with you, James. You know, uh, I, I shouldn't uh, attack the uh, other debater. So I, I do apologize to Neff for, no for, for that. I, 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 you know, it's easy to get a little heated in, in debates. And, you know, uh, I, I did take this debate on, I think, about three hours notice. So I'd have to ask you guys to sort of bear with me. But um yeah, um, I would just uh, say that basically, uh, I think if you look at the evidence of the cometary impact the the uh, of the Chicxulub crater and the radiometric dating and how the dates match up to the impact date and the uh, dating of how old the iridium is, I think it makes sense that the most likely explanation is that uh, the dinosaurs in the Cretaceous era went extinct from that event, and that sort of, uh, you know, underpins my whole argument. So I'll just leave it at that. Gotcha. And we're going to jump into that Q&A, folks. So thanks very much for your questions. And want to let you know, folks, our guests are linked in the description. So if you want to hear more from our guests, you certainly can. Also want to let you know, if you're listening via podcast, because 
All of our debates are uploaded as podcasts as well. Want to let you know you can find our guest links in the description box for that podcast episode too. So we're jumping into the questions. This one coming in from Doubting Thomas says, For the atheists in chat, please check out G.A. Sola. Great content. Thumbs up. And Kenny Hornrickson, thanks you for your question, says, Question for both. Did you know that NASA uses vaccines to brainwash people into believing in the globe earth religion <laughs> well what do you guys think do you buy it or are you skeptical of this idea what was it asking about the flat earth i they said did you know that nasa uses vaccines to brainwash people into believing in the globe earth religion well i got both of my vaccines but i believed in the globe earth religion before that so i would say no i flim free uh, absurdity. That's my only comment. Next up, Magellan says, so we are playing the cherry picking squiggles game. <laughs> I, they don't say who it's addressed to, but because I know their position, I think it's aimed at you, Nephilim free. What do you have to say uh -oh. to that? I say squiggle on. Gosh, okay. <laughs> I agree. Next up. Thanks for your super sticker. My name is Mud. Appreciate it. And Magellan says, Nephilim, you can't use nonsense as an argument for further nonsense. The Ark is an impossible joke. I say the truth seems nonsense to those who are opposed to it. Gears of Yoda, is... thanks for your generous oh. super chat. Appreciate it. It says, evolution happened. The Earth is a globe. Thanks, James. Your channel is awesome. Thank you for your kind words. And Nephilim Free will give you a chance to respond when they say evolution happened. I say it's impossible. Gotcha. And this one, Shogun Lobster, thanks for your super chat, says, Nephilim Free, this debate is so embarrassing. How I have agree. you spent so many years <laughs> about, and uh, what's the word? Wandering about the internet, yet you still don't understand anything about dinosaurs, <laughs> basic science, or evolution. Well, I'd say when when natural chemistry is able to create functionality, purpose, semiotics, information, algorithms, linguistics like grammar, punctuation, syntax, phonetics, semiotics, then we could believe the Babylonian and ancient Egyptian and Hindu Brahmin. But I don't fall for it. Gotcha. Just reminded me of a quick update I want to give you folks as if you're a moderator and you haven't been around for a while, there are way more, you could say kind of ambitions we're asking the moderators to take on. In particular, we're asking all the moderators to not debate with people in chat or to take even a side as we are striving to be uber neutral, the most neutral we can possibly be. And so some moderators, we will have no hard feelings if you're like, hey, I really do love debating in chat. It's okay if you want to let us know to remove the wrench. We won't have hard feelings. We know that a lot of people love to debate and chat, but we also know that sometimes we we fear that people might get the wrong idea about modern day debate as sometimes it just coincidentally will happen to be, let's say, all atheist or all Christian moderators on some nights, or at least majority atheist or majority Christian, whatever. And then sometimes people are like, oh, like all these moderators are taking this position. Like, is this like an, an atheist channel or a Christian channel? And it's like, we are a purely, purely natural or a neutral channel. And so thanks for your question. Shh. Michael Dresden says, uh, it isn't bouncing on its tail. Total lie, atheist. 
I think they're referring to the uh, dinosaur, the orange dinosaur picture. I think they took well, you little. I, I don't know if I said it was bouncing on its tail, but it, it certainly looks like it's resting on its tail. And the tail seems to be bent almost at a 90 degree angle. And Where? to me, that doesn't, in the picture, that yeah. doesn't look uh, natural. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't look, I mean, does that look like any dinosaur you've seen? No, it looks wrong to me. And uh, we've never seen a, a dinosaur theropod dinosaur body plan that's like this. This isn't how a T-Rex sits uh, or walks or balances. It's just ridiculous. It's a paperclip. When, when somebody says that the tail's bent like 90 degrees in that depiction, we know they're not dealing in reality. This one coming in from Patriot University PhD says, Neff, please pick up your Physiology Nobel Peace Prize. I love you, Patriot University. I, I already have one from every university and every galaxy and every solar system in every universe. Gotcha. And Michael Lyon says, belief is the enemy of knowledge. And uh, I don't know if either of you would want to respond to that or not. Well, I think uh, uh, I think belief is a, knowledge is a subset of belief, or maybe I have that backwards. <laughs> I don't know. It's not an enemy of it. Wisdom comes from knowing God. Next up, Spicy Road says, Some cave art looks like astronauts wearing spacesuits and aliens. Do you believe that is accurate, Nephilim Free? The depictions of beings that look like humans in spacesuits were carved after the fact. They need to look into that a little bit deeper. That's fake. Mm -hmm. they, that, didn't, that didn't happen in ancient times or even medieval times. They were added later. People are not aware of it. Tover Birth says, Neff, why is atheist not trusting two quotes bad, but you not trusting 99% of scientists good? It's not like that at all. It's trusting scientists who make admissions. Like all the prominent evolutionist scientists who admit the fossil record doesn't show clear evidence of transition, all the way back to J, Stephen Jay Gould, all the way back to the 20th century, all the way back to Charles Darwin, and they still can't find them. Great question. Gotcha. And this one coming in from, we have thrown some poop at NAF, so this one comes, well, we have to be fair, we... Batman says, I think Neff is wrong, but seriously, AGR, just just saying, quote, mining and confirmation bias repeatedly instead of addressing more specifically is weak. Well, um, I, I will just say that um, this is my second debate that I've ever done. And, uh, you know, I, I took it on short notice. So, you know, I, I'm doing my best, guys. Got it. And want to remind you, folks, both Atheist JR and Nephilim Free are linked in the description. We really do appreciate them. As mentioned, folks, we're going to have this debate, and then something fell through. And so both these guys jumped in with little prep time. So we really do appreciate these guys. And Bubblegum Gun says, Neff, why would God genocide the dinosaurs? I don't know. When you can find their evidence that he did, uh, you know, you could tell me about it. God didn't genocide anything. Uh, he put in place a mechanism that uh, that he had uh, proclaimed from the beginning. So they genocided themselves. Gotcha. And thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from Topherberth strikes again, says the truth seems nonsense to those who oppose, unquote. And then they say, do you not oppose evolution and think it nonsense, Nephilim free? 
I would say the Bible says that every creature in the world had uh, opposed to God and changed its its ways. And so just like man, when man chose to sin, uh, he, he changed his ways and God has judgment against that. The animals were no different. Read the Bible carefully because it says the animals did the very same thing. Gotcha. And thank you very much for this question coming in from Smokey Saint. I don't know if there was a question that was meant to be attached to your super chat. I saw there's a super chat, but let me know if there's a question and you can just put it in the chat as a normal chat. This one coming in from, where did I put Creo's question? Creo, forgive me. I, oh, here's one. Creo Debunk says, Nephilim free, about straw man evolution. If young earth creation evolved from flat earthers, that does not mean that flat earthers get extinct. I, I would say that the, the purple monkeys on Vallis Perdunium have not quite proven that the spiral starships are valid. So, you know, we're both at a standstill. Gotcha. And this one coming in from Friends Alice. Thank you very much for your question. It says three digits of archaeo archaeopteryx and other birds have exact proportions, wrist connections, as those of three fingered theropod dinosaurs. Coincidence? Not likely Nephilim free. Mm, it's not exactly correct. It's a misrepresentation. Uh, misrepresentation of the evidence evolutionists are experts at doing that gotcha want to give you a chance though if you want to go more in depth we'll give you the time well uh, evolutionists misrepresent all kinds of things they say Lucy had uh, you know locking knee joints but the animal did not more about this they, question though oh well, well it's the same thing uh, the, the fossils don't show that there's a, a, a clear uh, transition from one type of uh, ankle bone or wrist bone to another. They don't show that. They just show this type and then there's that type. There's no such thing as a transitional form in the fossil record. The plethora of prominent evolutionist scientists have written in their own books, expected to be written, read by their own peers, that transitional forms are not clearly seen in the in the geologic column, and, and that's been true all the way since Darwin, right on up through Stephen Jay Gould and Stephen Stanley and the present. So, no, an absence of evidence for evolution is not evidence for evolution. This one coming in from Marshall. You remember him, Nephilim Free? He saved the debate, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, says, can you ask Nephilim Free what article he's quoting about the modern birds with dinosaurs? I'd be happy to look that up uh, and then give you the name of it. You know, there's, I have numerous ones, but I'd be happy to provide that for you. Give me gotcha. just a couple of minutes. I, I, I can't do it in 10 seconds. Give me a minute or two. Go on with the next question. Uh, we can do that because I'm going to yeah. mention, folks, we are pumped. If you have not seen it, folks, I am going to put this link into the live chat right now. In particular, we are pumped that we have reached our original goal for the crowdfund, folks, and we are excited to pursue now our stretch goal. So we want you to check this out as we are absolutely pumped. Let me show you this on screen as we are thrilled, folks. Thanks so much for all of your support as we have continually 
grown in terms of this crowdfund strategy, and we plan on using it for epic events in the future. So if you ever want to see like a Richard Dawkins debate on here someday, something like that, this crowdfund strategy, we really believe is the way that we're going to be able to do it. We're going to learn how it works, get better at it, get experience at it, and continue growing so that we can put on those huge headline events. And so that is linked in the chat, and I'll pin it to the top of the chat. We invite you to join us as we are absolutely thrilled for this epic event, which happens tomorrow, you guys. You don't want to miss it. And so that crowdfund, in this case, you could say we're going for that stretch goal. We want to invite you. If you've ever found this channel to be valuable to you, if you've ever been like, hey, yeah, it's all right. Highly encourage you, jump in on this crowdfund with us as we go for this stretch goal. We've only got $36 away and we'll be at the stretch goal. So we are pumped, folks. Only $36 away. And so with that, Nephilim Free, I think you were pulling something up. I'll give you a chance to do that if you'd like. Yeah, um, well, I've, I've already been uh, posting numerous links here and, and titles of papers uh, that, you know, that people can read. This is what they need to uh, look at. I could provide a lot of this stuff. I'm just copying and pasting some of my sources. Gotcha. From the secular camp, not the creationists. Gotcha. What we can do, but did you want to screen share? No, no thanks. Okay, so one thing, I'm going to update this right now. As Somebody let me know, Atheist GR, your... Uh, link is broken uh, the Here, here's the one so i'm gonna James, fix it right now folks right there that 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 one i just posted in text chat is the one that was the uh, major one that I, I i spoke of mostly whole genome analysis resolving uh resolve early bird uh, early branches in the tree of life of modern birds that that paper there points out that uh numerous kinds of modern species of birds completely modern coexisted with dinosaurs in the Cretaceous. Uh, we, um, thanks cloud of time for your super chat said just supporting. Thank you. Cloud of time for that support. It seriously does mean a lot. And then if you have any other questions, folks, I am going to, as I am looking for atheist juniors link folks, let me know, uh, if the guest links don't work, they should be working, but someone mentioned that Atheist Junior's link, or Atheist, uh, is it Atheist Junior or JR? Um, it, it's uh, Junior, uh, but you could just call me AJ if you want. You got it. AJ's link should work. Um, let me know. Someone mentioned that it didn't, and so for me, it, it links. It's hyperlinked so that if I click on it, it just brings me to the YouTube channel. And so um, we do want to make sure that our guest links actually work. So thanks for the heads up on that from those of you in the chat. And then with that, like, we do, it, go ahead. Like my, my channel link is literally just, it's, you can just type in youtube.com slash atheist JR and, and it'll go right to the channel. Gotcha. It, it does work for me. So I'm confused as Sideshow um, Nav says atheist JR link also not working for me. 404 um, error. That's weird. I'll, I'll paste one in the. I'll paste it in the live chat myself. Gotcha. And so we will attempt to figure out what that is. But as mentioned, folks, tomorrow night is the big event that we've been waiting for for over a month, and we are absolutely thrilled. And also, we have just 
made it above our stretch goal. So thank you so much to those who donated to this Kickstarter, or I should say crowdfund as we are now using Indiegogo. And so thank you so much as we are pumped, you guys, for this event tomorrow. And thank you for your support, folks, in every way, shape, and form, whether it be... Folks, even just sharing the channel, even clicking the like button, that helps a ton. So we really do appreciate all of your support and all of the different ways in which it comes. And so I'm going to be back in just a moment with a post-credit scene, letting you know about upcoming juicy debates as we are pumped about the future. And we hope to see you for those juicy debates in the future as well. Hit that subscribe button. And one last thank you, JR and Nephilim Free. It has been a true pleasure to have you. Thanks, James. Thank you, James. My pleasure. I'll be right back in just a moment, folks. Hang tight. Yeah, we have Gears of Yoda. So sorry we missed your question. We've got it now. Don't worry, they're, they're both still here. Nephilim, the Gears of Yoda, thank you for your questions. Last minute it says, What is the source? Nephilim free. What is the source of that Triceratops compared to a small statue from a slide you presented? Statue source, please. I think they're talking about that Triceratops that had kind of like the, the circular plate-like face. When the Triceratops, it was a, uh, um, a different species. Uh, the source is an ancient piece of Chinese art. Uh, and uh, the actual depiction of modern evolutionists of that creature, uh, that's the evidence. I mean, it's, it, it's what exists. It's an ancient piece of Chinese art, a clay figure created to depict that dinosaur. And the source, I don't know, but uh, they would need to, uh, you know, just look it up. If, if, put, if, if you need a specific source about it. for every single thing, then it demonstrates, I think, that somebody's not willing to investigate anything and they're just sitting back and expecting somebody to, you know, provide an overwhelming number of something in order to, you know, prove what they believe is wrong. If that's where you're thinking, then you're you're not being intellectual about any of the subject matter at all, because to to know whether or not you're right about something, whatever it may be, requires you to spend the time and effort to investigate it and, and compare evidence. And if somebody is going to sit on their laurels and say, "I I don't believe anything you say unless somebody can can take me by the hand, drag me over to things and show it to me, and say, looky looky." You know, then then they're just and they're determined not to believe a thing. See, real people who are seriously uh, uh, believe a thing because of scientific evidence, a preponderance of things that can be believed upon that are observable, testable, repeatable. These are people who take the time to investigate on their own behalf. If somebody's not willing to do that, they're not interested in what's really true or not. They're only just interested in defending what they want to believe. Wait, but did, didn't he ask? Did he just ask for your source? I put a link to a Smithsonian article not, that not, talks about the. Uh, wait, uh, but was he just the, the just? A, the, I'm trying to just for Neff. Like, was he just asking for your your so, source? 
Yes, the source of the image. I don't know the source of the image, but I think I provided sources for enough of what I spoke about to give an impression that I'm right about things. I can't tell you about what the source of that actual uh, Chinese depiction of that dinosaur is. I don't happen to know. But the truth is, if somebody is willing to say that none of this uh, art that created by man actually exists, then they're really just kind of shutting themselves out of the world. You know, I, I don't see that as a rational way to deal with with scientific arguments. Wait a minute. What, just say. I can't, I'm trying to remember. The only thing I'm, get, I'm not getting is I got the first part in terms of you said that you didn't know where the source is, but what was it? You're saying, uh, do I under, like, I can't be understanding right. I must, it's just my attention split. You're not, I don't think, I don't want to be, uh, what's the word? Well, let, let me put it this I way. Wanna, I don't want to uh, be uncharitable. The, You're not saying that. The depiction someone, of the, uh, the depiction of a, uh, a dinosaur on, on the wall of the Cambodian temple. I don't know the source of the photographer who made the photograph, but then there are dozens upon dozens upon dozens of phot photographers who've made pictures of that same temple. I, right. I, I, what my so thought was, I was, I was like, why are asking you asking me why to we... tell you exactly who's the photographer? I, I, I couldn't tell you. you I know? didn't. Well, but, I didn't get where the just the last part. I'm, I'm only curious because I'm like, there must have been a link in the chain that I missed. Because you said something about like shutting oneself out from like something like the evidence or something into the like, and I'm like, wait, what? Like, well, I would just say that I would just say that when there's, sorry, I would I would just say when there's such a plethora of evidence and somebody just is unwilling to investigate to find out these things unless unless somebody gives them a scientific source and they can go look on it, click on it, and see the evidence and and, and this particular evidence themselves than to think they're really being dishonest for themselves well, I mean, to, well, I mean, just, to, to just hold a... to a worldview requires that somebody's willing to investigate and compare evidences right if you expect somebody to bring everything to you but you're not willing to go out and investigate and find and compare yourself well then... but neff when I, I hate to interrupt but but just to be fair because like to, to be fair like the, the person only asked like they, they just said like what is the source <laughs> Um, for that, I literally spent money to ask. I, I don't know. Talking, please don't interrupt. So they were to be fair to that person, like they weren't, like they weren't saying, like I won't believe you unless you give me the source. I, I think, like it was a sincere, like they were just saying, like, hey, do you know what the source is for that? And, well, like, the first I thing I said was, I don't know. Oh, okay, I, I don't gotcha. Know but I, I, the I don't reason know I was the confused, source of the actual person who took the photograph of that art. I am just, I, I'm only saying i was like that they're they're like asking i who maybe they're just asking because they're like hey i want to read more about it like i i don't they they never said anything about like i won't believe you nephilim free unless you give me the, the and i said i i don't know that the source of the 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 photograph okay gotcha i just yeah that's that part i understood but i was like wait well, where but i don't know if they because they they might for all we know maybe they're you know like they're like they want to give it an honest read like um i i don't know what their position is but um, in case, let me just quick reload in case any last, oh, I did miss a question. Michael Lyons. So sorry about that. And then, um, atheist junior, if you had something that, um, you wanted to add, I didn't want to lock you out of that conversation. Oh yeah. I'm sorry for interrupting, but yeah, I, I put a, I put a link in the chat to a, a, a Smithsonian article that talks about the carving. Um, but no, that's, uh, that's all. 
Gotcha. Well, I, I, I would say that, that disqualifying the picture required uh, considering the plethora of evidence that I have and I, you know, what little I did provide would require that somebody apply the same mental attitude towards all of it. And they would have to be a, a person who says, no, that can't be true. No, that can't be true. No, that can't be true. No, that can't be true without investigating anything for themselves. Right. I mean, I, I don't deny there are people out there like that. But like I said, the, the person yeah. was just, I think, like, they're just asking for the source. So I don't think they... Um, right. Well, I said I don't know no... the source of that particular photograph. Right. Nephilim free. Okay. God, like, they weren't... But the, the I'm just trying to explain that they... They, they they weren't saying like aha gotcha like it was like it was just a sincere ask that's the way I right well I, well I answered it saying I don't know the yes okay well, right. okay photograph. gotcha sorry I don't mean to be so <laughs> but um anyway Topher Birth says Neff how sure are you that the clay figure and other items were not created on Etsy how could you get evidence for debate well, and not retain the source. Because I, I know Etsy. I own them. And, and I own all the corporations of the world and all the galaxies oh. of the universe. And so it, it can't be true. Gotcha. This, um, so this next one, Silver Harlow, let me, know, let me know if I misunderstand your question. I, I uh, want to give you the best. I want to give you a fair shake. So they say a scientist, a scientific paper lists all its sources and credits all its images, even though it is written for other scientists who can investigate. I think it's for you, Neff. Repeat the question, please, sir. You bet. They said, a scientific paper lists all its sources and credits all its images, even though it is written for other scientists who can investigate. So I would say, where's the science papers that do that, that demonstrate that, um, you know, the artwork and the historical references of mankind uh, cannot be human uh true human history or uh which discredit the numerous evolutionist scientists and university professors who admit that the fossil record does not demonstrate clear evidence of evolutionary transition for any major transition so i would say i would re re return it and, and toss it right back at them i would say you're asking for evidence for things that can't exist or don't exist and then expecting the creationists to provide evidence, tangible evidence of something that's only historical evidence. And uh, the evolutionists, if we examine, the com compare the two, we find the evolutionist re is relying upon assumption and the humanist, the, the creationist, is actually replying uh, with what is physical and observable. Gotcha, juicy. And then, oh, there was one last question. Did I get to Michael Lyons' question? I also wanted to update the uh, the meter on the page. So thank you so much. That is updated. And I'm having a hard day to get. Sorry, guys. I'm struggling today. My my attentive my attention is. You, you need a tuna sandwich and a half glass of milk. That's what you. Need. Thank you. That's did, did you meet sweet. your Did you meet your goal? We did, and I am so thank you so much, folks, for throwing in to the crowdfund as we are we have met the stretch goal, which is like seriously, you guys, I am I am dead serious. I don't know if you guys, I I gotta ask you in chat, and I'll ask Nephilim Free and Atheist Junior, AJR or AJ, if you guys don't believe me, like I'm very serious. Like our goal is to get debates like 
you know, eventually like Richard Dawkins against, you know, I don't know, maybe like who's like a Jason Lyle. He seems to be a popular um, uh, Jordan Peterson. Huh? Uh, Jordan Peterson, I think. He's not a good example of a creationist. No. Right. Um, FLM Free uh, insists they're a creationist. <laughs> so we get no, Jor- no Jordan Peterson. Why? Oh, that's weird. So long story no. short. But yeah, I'm, I'm serious about that as well. Like Jordan Peterson, those kind of debates, this crowdfund strategy, we really do believe we're like, this is, we're going to, we believe that we're actually going to get there and host those types of debates. And so thank you so much for all of your support. And then. Uh, looking for any last questions but yeah thank you guys all for hanging out here and thank you for coming back for this little encore nephilim free and atheist jr it's been a true pleasure to have you tonight thank you james i believe in you james you can do it thank you appreciate that and i'll be right back folks in just a moment with a post credit scene on upcoming debates as we've got a lot of awesome upcoming debates so stick around for that sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.